What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Welcome, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Oh, I am so, 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 so excited. I'm your host, Suzanne Stoffer, and normally we've got Megan Solito on the line as well, but she is currently sleeping. <laughs> it is 3 a.m. in Australia, and she's there for a couple weeks doing facilitators and um, and just being at the beach, and how cool is that? So I am so, so, so excited um, to be bringing a guest to the show today. His name is Morris Coons, and he's uh, he is a friend of mine for the last few years, but he's been a friend of Morris for, or I mean of Megan for many, many, many years. And what I, I'm so loving the topic of this show, we're talking about creating radical intimacy with your man. And I personally um, have been in conversation with Morris over the last couple of years about all things relationship. And so um, we get together almost weekly to co-create and to have deep conversations about relationship. And so we're bringing it to the airwaves today. Um, and so I just want to give you a little bit of an introduction about Morris. Um, he's, <laughs> he's penned himself um, – I think he, I think you actually got this name from someone else, but you're now being known as Dr. Love, um, <laughs> which I think is awesome. Um, <laughs> um, but you are a um, self-proclaimed personal development junkie for over 25 years. And you have been in this conversation of the masculine and the feminine for a long time. And what I am loving so much about Morris is he's, stepping out into the true coach and facilitator that he is. Um, he he has uh, been emerged pretty much all his life um, with women and, <laughs> and um, finding, I mean, really, like you've been in the pool of women almost your whole life. And because of that, you have yeah. this really unique way of um, relating to women, of understanding women, and so there's some fun, exciting things that you're um, stepping into um, with programs and coaching, and we're going to talk about that. Um, but welcome to the show, yeah. Morris. I'm so excited that you're here. Awesome. Thank you, Suzanne. I'm really excited to be here as well. It's um, you know fun to be able to bring this forth into the public. I mean, you and I share so many conversations, and we talk about so many things that are uh, radical, edgy, uh, out of the box that a lot of people aren't even talking about. And, and so I'm glad that we're finally doing this uh, live 
of the air. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, we we have been, like, recording these conversations, and we haven't actually found a way to bring them out yet. Um, we're still kind of in right. the co-creation process. And so I think it's, you know, so fun that we get to do it on the radio today. And then maybe, you know, I think, I think, I think we're going to actually find an avenue for some of these conversations we've been having over the last um, – really like this year, I would say, right? Yeah. I mean, we kind of started yeah. this at the beginning of the year. So we mm-hmm. have a lot of like juicy conversations that will be somehow revealed to all of you. Um, yeah. But today, today we're talking about what does it take to create radical intimacy? So if you're desiring more quality time with your man, deeper conversations, um, maybe just something as simple as making out more, like, you know, before getting it on, like this, mm-hmm. um, this show is for you. Like Morris, what I love about him is that he is so keen to lean in to the challenging conversations around relationship. I mean, you, you've been married twice. You, you've been in, mm-hmm. you've been married like a combination of 25 years, right? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and you are a self-proclaimed lover of women. So you've dated lots of women and you are in that yeah. conversation a lot, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just, I, I do love women. And um, uh, I, I think it just stems from the fact that when, uh, you know, in my family, it was mostly women. I was the oldest. And, and so I always kind of was the, uh, I, I would always watch over them and be the protector. And, and um, you know, I had two moms in my life and, and uh, close to both of my grandmas. And uh, I just always loved women and always felt, um, you know, very close to women. And then, you know, and I found out in later years how cute they were and, and uh, how, much I, how much fun I could have, then, then it just continued. And, and so I just am in a place now where I just friggin' adore women. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah. I'm super excited because um, we I have a couple questions to to ask Morris, um, but we actually have a question um, from the chat room already. Um, And so if you guys are listening to this live, um, I would love for you to come into the chat room. You can go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and click the chat room button um, and come into, you can choose a name, you can be anonymous or whatever, but we have a a whole show going on inside the show in the chat room. So I have Kathleen in the chat room, and her question is, I have a new relationship with a man who is very busy. He's a full-time mm-hmm. um, science teacher and working on his house projects on the weekends, so how do I create the most intimacy with little time? Mm. I love that question, and I, and I think a lot of people deal with this. Um, we, we do tend to live in a very busy world these days, and um, I, creating more intimacy, like... Um, I, I would say that there are some things that some women that women can do to um, uh, get a man's attention, and uh, maybe it could make him not be quite so busy. And, um, <laughs> and, and I think, <laughs> and I think this is um, will actually lead us into the first question that we were that we were going to talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and do you, do you want to just pose that question right now? And, and I think this will kind of answer 
um, we, we can answer this question at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as like, what are the three tips? Is that what you're thinking of? Or well, the, the very one? the very first thing that yeah, the very first thing that we wanted to talk about is you you asked me what would what would create you know what would I say oh, yeah, that would create more intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that is the topic of our show, right? So that is the, mm-hmm. the first question. Like, Morris, please tell us how do you create <laughs> radical intimacy with your man? <laughs> Being with my a man. man. With your man. <laughs> <laughs> with any men, any men on the planet. Yeah. So the the first thing that I always invite women to look at is what are their expectations in a relationship? And if your expectations are not being met, how do you show up inside of that? Um, and, and many times they're very silent expectations. And um, what I see most of the time is because these, these expectations are not being met um, and, and they're not willing to voice these. What you mentioned earlier is women tend to get a, kind of critical and um, put their walls up. Mm-hmm. And... So so for Kathleen, if she's noticing that there are things going on with her that are, are where where she might be like, oh, he's, you know, not showing up for me, he's not being there, and there's there's not as much intimacy, if if during that process she starts to get a little bit upset about that, meaning uh, starting to be a little bit critical and judgmental of the rest of his world, not necessarily outward to him, but energetically finding that she's getting a little resentful of that. Well, most likely she's probably not showing up in all of her feminine, in all of the Mm -hmm. things that initially attracted him to her, right? Because we all know that at the start of relationship, in in the dating process and and leading into relationship, it's, it's like, it's fun. We're we're always having a, a good time. There's that dance and we tend to want to spend as much time together as we can. However, when reality sets in, when real life sets in and things settle down, that's when that's when all the triggers start to come up, right? Because we, we want to go back to where that intimacy first started. So everybody, especially women, they want to go back there where there, there was all the romance and, and all that kind of stuff, and now we're in normal everyday life, and that's not happening the way it used to. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think I think being conscious of that and then being able to uh, maybe remove that, remove themselves from that and come back to that space of the, the, the love space um, and, and do the things that they were doing in the first of the relationship to kind of continue to attract the man, being in the feminine, being that loving woman, being that person that initially brought him into the space so he... Will, he will still be hungry for that. He'll, he'll still want to, the way I put it, still want to feast on the feminine. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. And, yeah. and Kathleen actually responds saying, yes, I'm aware that my expectations can get in the way. <laughs> so so um, <laughs> she, she is... Um, she is actually aware of that, which is great, right? Because I think that for a lot of women... There is this place yeah. where we want men to read our minds and we want, mm-hmm. you know, we end up getting triggered and kind of in the feminine storm 
and not even almost realizing that we are. Um, it's all yeah. kind of simmering underneath the surface. And then, you know, mm-hmm. this guy is just doing what he's doing, you know, doing his thing. And then she's pissed, you know, she's like, you know, coming out like uh, to where he's working on the house project and just kind of like looking at him with her hands on her, you know, on her right, hands going, right, right. really? You're going to be doing this all day? Really? You know? Yeah. And it's like almost instant criticism instead of this opening, this space, this place of um, like feminine allowance and love, right? right? And so then yeah. instantly that creates defense that puts the man on the defensive and why wouldn't he want to go like sit down and watch the football game you know what i mean or get busy right right and and so you know in, in a situation a relationship where the time is limited well if a woman is operating from her um expectations not being met meaning bringing some criticism into the space that they now share i mean when they both show up and she's triggered about some things, or he says, well, you know, I know we've got time together, but I have to do these things real quick before I can relax, whatever. So if the woman goes into that place of being triggered, well, (laughs) a good portion of the time together that could be spent making out or getting busy um, is spent in her expecting the man to notice her, uh, figure out what's going on with her, um, her wanting to get in that space of resolve, which I get it, we all like to have that space of resolve, but if we play that game, if the mm-hmm. woman's playing that game of like, well, don't you even know that I'm upset? Or, you know, mm-hmm. can you guess what it is? <laughs> because, you know what, us, us guys just are not that good at that game. We're just mm-hmm. not. And mm-hmm. and so if if there's that expectation that, okay, first we have to realize that you're mad, and then two, we have to figure out what it is without any help from the woman. We we blow that every time. We suck at that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. And, and, and um, so I just I just recommend a, a woman being able to, like, if she can, like, set those things down. Set you know, put her guns down, and be able to come from a place of love and say, you know what, I just really hoped for something different today. And, and coming from a place mm-hmm. of true, like an intimate, loving conversation, and not that you you sob. Why why are you doing that instead of doing me? <laughs> <laughs> cool. So I love it because um, Kathleen is really following this, and she has a follow up question. She's saying that, yes, she really is knowing how to let go of the expectations and separations. And she would also like to make the best use of the time that they do have. And so I think what she's asking for is oftentimes I would say the woman, you know, me speaking from the feminine, I will absolutely back this up, is that we want to go into the kind of the deep stuff, like the deep love, the Mm -hmm. deep conversation, the deep intimacy, like right off the bat. And I would say for a lot of men, it is actually kind of hard. Like they're more, they tend to be, you know, more on the surface. And so Mm -hmm. I think what she's asking is like, how do you in this small amount of time create that, that more, Mm -hmm. create more with that time and create that deep intimacy? Like how would you actually lead your man into something that feels a little deeper? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, as we know, men are, are more visual and physical 
than women. That is that is kind of what we focus on. And um, so, I, I what we mentioned earlier about you know if a woman's critical or the man can tell he hasn't met her expectations, the man can be kind of on the defensive. And um, and then also, I think a lot of men deal with the fear of rejection, and I I know women do too. And especially when it comes down, because men are expected to initiate, like the, all women want to demand to initiate the sexualness and, and take charge and command. And some women are not that good at opening the door for him. And um, because of her being triggered or whatever, I my best shot at what she's looking for here is being able to drop into a space where she can bring her own sexual energy into the equation, right? Like, like almost like I am ready for you and open that door so the man can now instead of, because, and I've done this before where we kind of dance around some things trying to figure the woman out and we're like, you know, is it okay if I kiss her right now? Can I grab her and throw her on the bed? Like we go through quite a bit of mind stuff around this, right? Like, is it the right time? Is it, you know, and so especially if we can feel that the woman isn't there. And and so I think a lot of time is maybe kind of wasted in there. And, and a lot of it could be because the woman's not feeling resolved and she has that stuff going on. And and if a woman, like I said before, can put that stuff aside, show up in love, bring her sexual, um, flirtatious, sensual, um, even... Uh, the, the seduction, right? If she can have those things in her mind and like create some immediate safety for her man, like so he knows that it's it's time to engage. I think mm-hmm. that's her best shot at bringing the man out of where he is because there's something about that that really speaks to a man where we're just like, oh shit. <laughs> it, it does. It really speaks to us and. If if that doesn't get a man's attention, <laughs> kill him to turn off the TV or something. I, I don't know. But seriously, I mean yeah. that that gets my attention very quickly when I can feel a woman is like that. When when a man knows that a woman is into him, and it takes mm-hmm. out the guessing game, it makes makes it so much easier for him to uh, drop his barriers. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and, and I'm really and, loving that. I really love that because um, what what I think she's looking for is vulnerability, and she's mm-hmm. almost in a way like wanting the man to to be vulnerable. But it takes you being vulnerable first as the female, yeah. and oftentimes dropping into that feminine energy and really opening to receiving. You know, like kind of what we were talking mm-hmm. about, opening the door for the man to enter in, that can feel really vulnerable for a woman, especially for a woman who has in our, you know, in everyday life tends to run masculine energy of like, I got to get this thing done and I got to get the kids taken care of and I'm going to go do my, you know, career now and all of this. Right. So I'm, I'm really Mm -hmm. loving that you're talking about um, opening up to this, this feminine sensual energy as a, a, in all vulnerability and then in a way asking your man by being that to open up into his vulnerability. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, the unfortunate thing is, and maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. I don't want to judge this. 
women are women tend to be in the heart space way more than men, and um, and, and right now we have a lot more women being more engaged in conscious awareness type of conversations and heart space than men. It just is what it is. And um, mm-hmm. so a lot of men are like clueless to what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so if, <laughs> if, 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 if a woman truly, if, if she can recognize that rather than being like, why is he, why is he being an idiot? Why doesn't he get this? If she can, if she can recognize that inner man and see where he's just not aware of some things, and guide him. Mm-hmm. If women, if mm-hmm. women knew the power that they have over a man, and and that they, like you've heard the the old saying that behind every powerful man is a, is a strong woman, and yeah. I I love that because like we we can be strong and, and independent and all that kind of stuff, but when we have some togetherness, two strong people that know how to guide and direct and work work with each other, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and so if women could understand that the power that they have to really guide a man into her bedroom. And she doesn't have to grab him and track him in there, but she can do the mm-hmm. little subtle things that will make the man, like, really start to notice, right? Even mm-hmm. even if we're working on the car or building something, and, you know, if a woman shows up in the right, in the right way, it's like, oh, what was I doing? <laughs> Okay, well, I'm loving, loving this conversation, but we have to go on break. So when we get back, I would love to talk about how the feminine can make a request for something to change from a place of, you know, radical and honesty and love and invitation. Um, How can the woman do that and how can the the masculine or the man respond? This is a question from um, one of our chat rumors, and I'd love to address that when we get back. So you're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we'll be back in a minute. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o this is love life and all things weird with host megan silito and suzanne stopper are you scratching your head a bit let's chat Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. 
or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Today on the show, we are talking to Morris Coons, who is an amazing, amazing uh, conscious man who is in the conversation with women all the time um, about and loves, loves, loves the dance between the masculine and the feminine. And I wanted to make sure and, and let people know, like, if they're really loving this conversation, if they're loving what you are saying and having, um, you know, kind of insights and awarenesses and they want to know more about who you are and what you offer, can you tell them how to find you and maybe a little bit about what's up in your world? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I just created a new Facebook group. It's a private group. It's called Radical Intimacy. And I'm going to be sharing and in, in also, Suzanne and a couple of my other female friends are going to be sharing some things in there uh, about, um, you know, more more of the cutting-edge conversations that we're having and also uh, many more tips and, and techniques, tools that you can use to create more intimacy in your world. So uh, find that on Facebook. And for some reason, we've had a little problem with people noticing that they're in there or finding it. And so you can also message me, Morris Coons, K-U-N-Z, uh, in the Facebook Messenger, and I'll make sure you get added into there. Um, I also have talk talk with Doctor Love at Gmail dot com. Um, mm. No, it's talk to Doctor Love at at, at Gmail dot com. Um, mm. And then we uh, so you can email I'm, you. I'm, yes, you can email me. And then uh, starting in January, I am going to do a monthly uh, meeting. And right now, I'm going to have Female-only audience, and then uh, every so often, then I'll in, then I'll have them invite their partners into the the meetings, and then we can then we can work with them together. But most of the time, it's going to be female-only audience. And um, I'm also I've also created a coaching program for women on how to create more uh, radical intimacy in their world, and I am rolling that out at the first of the year. However. People that enroll before then, I'm going to do a bonus group call uh, on how to have less stress and more intimacy during the holidays, being able to remove the stress so you can still stay connected during the holidays. Mm, wow, I love that. And that's actually December 20th, right? That yes. call? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, ladies, if you are listening to this, like, get on it because there's, like, some amazing, awesome things that Morris is offering. Um, I am so excited for him to be stepping into this. I feel like he's been in this conversation um, for, like, 20-plus years, and it's time that all these things that he's learned and all of these tools and tips come out into the world. So I couldn't be more proud and, and happier that he's um, stepping into um, into being the facilitator and the coach and the divine masculine that you are. So 
I love it, love it, love it. So um, I'm having people say that they found the the Facebook page, which is great. Um, and no, there's not a link yet for his program. You can PM him on Facebook if you want information about his program. So definitely, yeah. and email him. You know, so he's he's on Facebook every day. I think <laughs> so. He's yeah, gonna, he's gonna <laughs> yeah he's gonna get your message. So um, yeah. we have a caller on the line. Um, mm-hmm. If you, if I'm excited to take the caller, you yeah, want to do that? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. cool. Let's bring her on. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know it was no. going to be her? <laughs> what? I said, "Why did I know it was going to be her?" <laughs> Maybe second to Suzanne. Yes. Dr. Love, I'm so Hi. incredibly excited to be on your radio show today. Um, I just want to chat, like share my testimony of, I know testimony is such a fun word, but of you and your work. Like I know I'm married to the man of my dreams, and I know that I wouldn't have created that I wouldn't have that if it wasn't for you and your guidance and coaching and mentoring over the years. So, ladies, get in line because this is a man that you want in your relationship <laughs> in both ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would love for you to speak on because this was one of the biggest game changers for me. You introduced me to the, the radical honesty and radical vulnerability and I think this is such a huge thing for us women. It's like, you, you know, where I heard earlier a woman talking about how her man's so busy. And mm-hmm. I know for me, like, knowing the tips that you introduced me to with radical honesty and vulnerability, like, have been such a huge thing for me to be that invitation and for me to show yeah. up in that vulnerable place. And I know you spoke to it a little bit, but I'd love for you mm-hmm. to talk about um, specifically, the the things that changed when you introduced that into your relationships in the past, because I know for me yeah. how big it's been, and yeah, and kind of, awesome. I just think this is such a huge thing that women are like so, women and men are so calling for mm-hmm. on the planet right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, and, and thanks for bringing that up, Krista. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, do, so what you, do we you want to dive right yeah, into that, you, yeah, yeah, I would love that, Morris. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the thing that I want to say around that is there is a huge difference between criticism and feedback and honesty. And I think, you know, we, we touched on this a little bit ago, but when a man feels criticized by the person that he is supposed to be the closest to, there is something that happens to us that it, it shuts us down. It's, it, the man just wants to shut down and go into his cave when he feels like he let down or is not showing up for the person who is most important to him in his life, right? Mm-hmm. And and so we, we take that so personal. It's like <laughs> one look from a woman can subconsciously trigger us into feeling like we're a failure, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so... Mm-hmm. If if you truly want to open a man up, like in in, I, I, and I know that this can be almost impossible to do all of the time because we're all human beings. We all have our triggers and emotions and our expressions. And if a woman knew how powerful her conversations could be with a with a man, 
when she is able to open up, tell the truth, while showing him he that she loves him and supports him and just knows he needs to just let him know that he needs to move a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left. Like you're doing great and if you could do this and support me this way. If if a woman could talk to her man like that rather than making him feel like he screwed up, he was wrong and like I mentioned earlier, guide him a little bit. This is this is so this is such a powerful technique for women. If you can guide him with love rather than criticism, I think that man will follow you just about anywhere. So work tell us like how do you do that? Like let's give an example. Um so me and my husband we we do business together. And mm-hmm. I have the like I I'm just to be really candid, I know that I'm really critical like I just I know that I have a tendency to go towards the critical side. So I've been like mm-hmm. walking on eggshells or feeling like I'm walking on eggshells to, <laughs> to even invite him to go to to see something bigger. Like he gets mm-hmm. in his mind how our business should be and and I'm like, "Oh, what about this?" And every time I say, "What about this?" all he hears is, you know, that uh, that what he's doing or how he's doing it isn't good enough. Right. And so since it, it is that filter of not good enough, how can I speak to that in a way that, like, I'm not shutting down and selling out and being muscled because that mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. That's just not who I am. <laughs> but right. it did it in right. a way that I know there's that invitation and that love. Mm-hmm. Well, th- th- this could can, this can be, I mean, we could talk about this particular dynamic all day. And, and I think that one of the most crucial things is to be able to understand your partner um, know more about their love languages, and also um, with with that particular situation, I would say, um, have you and him talked about uh, setting up like some code words or specific specific permissions, or being able to have that conversation in a way that he can hear it? Meaning, if if you know that that is going to trigger him then is it possible to have some conversation about, hey, I have some ideas and and how can I share them with you without you feeling criticized or you feeling like it's not good enough the way it is? Like, because when when we start to talk about more radical honesty and more radical vulnerability, then we have to start the conversation somewhere. And conversations are are truly the, the, the key to the heart. Right, because if if we are not willing to have those deeper conversations, those more intimate conversations, and speak to each other's love languages, then we can't expect that. We can't expect the intimacy to just come, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the key to what, what I think men forget is that that's also the key to the panties. <laughs> that's the key to the panty dropping too. <laughs> Yes, it, it's not. It's not just about wine and tequila. It's actually about talking to a woman and, <laughs> and, and, yeah, and speaking to her heart. I mean, tequila. Woman feeling hurt and supported and loved, like total panty dropper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And and so you know through through these conversations that we're talking about. If if a man could realize how easy it is to 
to speak to a woman, I, I, I think it, it, when we're dealing with primarily a female audience, as we are now, I'm, I'm going to encourage the women on this call that are listening to kind of take their own responsibility of, of putting the first, you know, taking action, doing the doing her part first, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and the man will follow, truly. And, and if he doesn't follow, then maybe you question that relationship. I mean, is are you in a situation where this can work out or is a new situation better for you? You know, because it's mm-hmm. like we, many women want to dive in and learn all this kind of stuff, and a lot of time their men are not willing to follow. And so a woman has to make up her mind, is this the situation I want to be in? Can, can, do I love him enough? Do I want to stay here regardless? And can I make my own happiness inside of that? Mm-hmm. I love that so much because I think, you know, I know that in the culture of just in our society, there's this way that it's depicted, you know, where like like men are almost like like women are so critical of men it's almost like beating them down so to speak and there's this uh, <laughs> idea the stigma of men like not being able ever able to um make their woman happy and that it's all their fault and you know like all this stuff that you see on like sitcoms and stuff which makes me crazy to like watch yeah. the woman wearing the pants and then being so pissed off and critical at the man who never can get it right who's just a total you know fuck up in all honesty all the time <laughs> right and yeah it makes me crazy because it's like literally mm-hmm. women are you kidding me? Like that's number one, emasculating, right? Number yeah. two, it's 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 not actually showing up respectfully, and number three, it's not taking accountability for how you created the situation. You know, mm-hmm. if if your if your man is like staying at work and hiding out and not wanting to come home, there's a way that you created that. Whether that's from your criticism, whether that was from, you know, like miscommunication, whether there's like walls up that are permanently up, like you, as as the female, you created that too. And so there's yeah. this way that I feel like men are the fall guy for all of what's, quote, wrong in the relationship. And it's really ridiculous. It's and, and so I love that you're calling women to accountability because I know for me, like there's been this place over my history and relationship where I absolutely wanted to blame the masculine, where I wanted to blame, you know, my, I wanted to blame him. I wanted to blame even, you know, in my current partnership with a woman, she runs the masculine a lot. And I wanted to blame, I want to blame her when when she's in doing the masculine, right? And like that, that she's not showing up and she's not leading and she's not whatever, but I'm actually not willing right. to surrender or be vulnerable or let my guard down or actually let her in the masculine lead, right? And yes. so what, what accountability and what responsibility do we have as women for creating the situations that we're in? And, yeah. um, you know, what, what can we do to um, actually create intimacy? Like instead of the, a, a phrase that I like to say is, do you want to be right or do you want to be connected? Do you want to be right, right or do you want to be connected? 
And so mm-hmm. I get to ask myself that question all the time, right? It's like, yeah. I can be right about how you're showing up and about, you know, what you're not doing, or I can mm-hmm. create connections. So what can I say, you know, in this moment that creates connection rather than, you know, put my agenda forward. So we're going to talk more about this. We have to go on our last break. I know we're having an awesome conversation. We'll come back for more. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. We'll be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansalito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o this is love life and all things weird with host megan silito and suzanne stopper are you scratching your head a bit let's chat Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We're having such an amazing conversation with Morris Coons, a.k.a. Dr. Love. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm loving this. Aren't you yeah. loving this? Yeah. Awesome. This is fun conversation. Um, <laughs> I, I just wanted to thank Krista for calling in and posing that question and also opening up this part of it. And, and also thank her for the, the acknowledgement she gave me. That was really sweet. Yeah. In in the chat room, yeah. she's saying that she's Dr. Love's number one fan. <laughs> That's what she's calling herself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, um, so, so we only have maybe like 10 minutes left. So where do we want to go from here, mm-hmm. mister? I would love to address what you were talking about, um, kind of the masculine, feminine um, women showing up in the masculine and um, also that part of surrender. Uh, surrendering into the feminine. Mm. I think this is mm-hmm. such a huge, huge thing right now. A lot of people are talking about the role reversal that we've seen. And and um, I, I think a lot of times because women have had to step into the masculine so much in, in our in our world right now, you know, because of broken families. And then there are a lot of men that have disappeared in the relationships and, and uh, just created a difficult space for women where they've really had to step up and 
and uh, take charge. And I think this this is great in business, but it kind of creates some problems in the bedroom. And um, if 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 women could find a way to you know at the end of the day or when they get to spend some time with their man, be able to relax a little bit, relax more into the feminine, and allow the man to be the man. And a lot of women will say, well, he needs to just step up and be the man. And that is true. However, because of the way things are conditioned right now, it might take us a little bit of um, a little bit of work and a little bit of conversation for that to start develop back into the relationship. Because if, if you take a woman who has been, uh, say, single with, you know, little relationships here and there, or she was in a relationship where she was the driver, she wore the pants, told the man to take out the garbage and get his butt to work and all that stuff. Well, she's used to that. And if she's not seeing any other way, she's probably only going to bring men into her world that are going to show up exactly like that, that she has to treat them just like one of her other kids. And if she can remember that there is a place, a time and a place for her to be feminine, and to show up in a different way, and, and that's when her man is present with her, it will help, like, once again, lead him into that place where he, he realizes he gets to be the man. And I really encourage some conversations with men and women around this, like talking about, you know, what their roles are, what their expectations are, and, and so they can understand each other rather than just trying to figure each other out. The woman silently beating the crap out of him energetically because he doesn't get her, doesn't understand her, but she's never verbalized to him what she wants. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to say, too, that, like, um, when you're talking about, like, in the bedroom, right, I mean, and there's been mm-hmm. a couple times in the show when you're talking about um, intimacy as far as sexual intimacy, um, which mm-hmm. is absolutely a part of this, right? But it's also just yeah. um, emotional intimacy, too. And so I, I just want, I mean, I personally know Morris, and so I, I want to just make sure that the listeners, and there's been a couple people in the chat room that have mentioned, like, it's also about you know, emotional intimacy, not just sexual intimacy, right? right? That right, that we're totally. speaking to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, you know, I mean, I would say that there's, you know, a large majority of men that are um, motivated um, sexually and, and sometimes mm-hmm. sexually first, and that that yeah. motivation through sex creates more intimacy or more openness for even emotional intimacy, Right. Um, and and women, you know, tend to have the need or requirement of emotional intimacy that then leads them to sexual intimacy. And so I think that's kind of one of the, you know, God's great jokes for us as masculine and feminine <laughs> that, <laughs> that, you know, he threw this out here of like, let's, for the most part, have you guys be opposite and see how it plays out, right? Um, <laughs> so, so, but, um, but we're we actually both men and women for the most part want mm-hmm. both. They want the emotional intimacy and they want the sexual intimacy. They're often just going through different doors to get to it, yeah. and so that's part of the conversation mm-hmm. that you're um, that you're suggesting in order to kind of meet in the middle, correct? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'm just 
kind of leaning into something here, and, and I want to talk about vulnerability for a moment, um, because this this does take vulnerability on on both sides, and um, a lot of people they they think that vulnerability equals weakness, and um, that that couldn't be farther from the truth because the, our vulnerability is, is actually bringing forth strength. It's it's kind of a quiet strength, but it, it, vulnerability is required in order to have deeper connection, deeper intimacy. And um, generally, if, if two people are engaged in a difficult situation and one person just decides to put their weapons down, lower their barriers, and say, I love you, or touch, you know, touch them or something like that, that's not being weak. That's being strong. I mean, that, that requires some strength to be able to decide that I'm going to put my weapons down even if the other person could blast me right now. Put my weapons down. I'm going to open my heart, and I'm going to express the fact that I love you right now and what we're doing isn't working, so can we do something else? Mm-hmm. That takes a great deal of strength, and, and that kind of vulnerability is what, like, opens the door to intimacy. And, you know, it may not work 100% the way you want it to, every time. In fact, the first time, the other person might just be confused and leave the room, right? And that, that may, not, may not be what you want to, but at least it diffused that and you can see that it has power, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I think so much. one of the things that we get caught up in is like, well, I did this, but then they did that. So meaning, like, I tried it once, and it didn't work, and they blasted me or whatever. And yet, if we don't buy into the other person's story, meaning if you were in an, engaged in an argument and you did that, you came from your vulnerable space, put down your critical self, put down all of the harsh words, opened your heart and said, look, I love you. Can we, can we do something different? Can we hug right now? And the other person didn't respond the way you wanted to. They walked out of the room or whatever. Well, in that instant, most people are going to make up a story about what that means. Like, oh, see, they don't love me. Oh, see, they think I'm like, whatever. We make up the story around that. If we can hold to what's true, meaning the truth is what we want is the intimacy. What we want is the love, the connection, the sex. And if we can hold true to the space of like, I love this person, regardless of what they're saying right now in this moment. Right, overlooking that, knowing that's just their trigger, they're still in their story. Then, over it may take it may take a little bit of time. It may take more conversations to get to where you really want it. Yet, it, it takes that vulnerability to get it started because you cannot criticize a man into being more intimate with you. You cannot beat him into submission, just like he cannot do that for you. Right. Gosh, isn't that the truth? <laughs> right? It's like that whole <laughs> it's that whole thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. What is it with vinegar or something? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you can't get anywhere with criticism and with withdrawal and stories mm-hmm. and, you know, taking things personally and, um, you know, and stepping away instead of um, leaning in, right? 
Oh, yeah. My producer uh, says you could get more flies with honey than with vinegar, right? <laughs> That's yeah, the analogy. Absolutely. That's the analogy that I was that I was trying to come up with, right? So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah. as the feminine, how much further can you go being honey? <laughs> right? <laughs> being I, I, your odds warm. increase. Yeah. <laughs> your odds increase drastically. <laughs> warm and, and sugary. Yeah. And and so and, but I want to say something around this too because there there's a difference between being powerful and vulnerable versus being icky sweet. Yes. Right? If mm-hmm. if you if you yes. try if, if you try and do this, if, if man or woman, I mean we all smell it a mile away even though we might not pick up on it consciously. We all sm- we smell it a mile away when somebody is like all of a sudden icky sweet. It it feels like a manipulation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work, mm-hmm. and then it's like, ooh, like get away from me, right? So we're mm-hmm. we're not talking about put, putting your card down and then being icky sweet, right? It's about <laughs> coming from the heart, coming from a place that's true and vulnerable, because that icky sweet shit just does not work. <laughs> On both <laughs> sides, like um, I would have true. to say, like when when men show up and they like try to be. You know, they're all calling me like sugar oh, and babe and stuff like that. And I don't even know them. Right. They're like, hey, babe. You know, it's like that's the mm-hmm. icky sweet that you're talking about. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, think it, I, think, I think a man and woman should share a bed before they start talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> true story. True story. I love it. Cool. So we have about 90 seconds left, um, and what I wanted, I mean, we really got to so very little of what we had planned to talk about today. We were yeah, going to talk totally. about three three tips that you, as the woman, um, how to create more intimacy, how to create ra- more radical intimacy. We were going to share three tips from Morris, and what I'd like to do is actually, if you will go to Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne um, I'll write what those three tips are. He told me what they are before the show. And so I'll share that in our um, private Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. So if you're interested in Morris's three top tips to create um, radical intimacy, you can go there and find those answers. And um, for sure, please go to um, the Facebook group, Radical Intimacy, um, and um, or just private message Morris to add you to the group and if you have any questions about anything um, or even questions can they ask you a question or two about their relationship through private message too would you be willing yeah, to do that absolutely Lauren? absolutely cool. and awesome. yes and, and also that's what the private Facebook group is for too is more discussion around this yes awesome so thank you so much Morris and we'll see all of you uh, listeners next week thank you Suzanne Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.